Welcome back to Finding My Perfect Awkward. And this week, this week's guest is a red carpet host for shows like the ACM Awards. She has Nights with Elena that's aired across the country and is just an overall broadcasting badass. Hi, Elena. Thank you. I like that intro. That made me feel so <laughs> I think I actually am. Uh, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. First of all, thank you for saying yes. And second, it's all true. It's all true. You are a broadcasting badass. And uh, I actually am able to uh, listen to some of your material because you are on my station. So I know. we're actually like sisters in that respect. We, we really are. We're on the same station and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And we're both girls from the West Coast too. Oh my God. Where are you from? I am from San Diego, Los Angeles. I grew up like half and half my life. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, when I moved out here, I first moved to Florida, which was like a culture shock, even though it was still coastal and everything. But dang, mm. moving to Tennessee was a whole new experience. I can only imagine. I mean, at least like it was big city to bigger city, right? Like you didn't have to like go into the country and it's true but I I truly truly love it out here it's it's awesome I wanted to talk about um I want to talk about your entire broadcasting journey but I want to specifically talk about radio first so tell me a little bit about your radio journey and what it's looked like to get you to this point so um I kind of fell into radio I used to work at Entertainment Tonight and the Insider and during that time I was still at school in San Diego it was when I was in college and um I just needed money as a broke college student and I needed something that was very very uh forgiving of my busy schedule and uh yeah, I ended up just talking to somebody on our college campus. I went to San Diego State University and um, they were like, yeah, well, we're looking for radio promo people. Um, it's a really flexible schedule. You can come in, you can, you know, do whatever. And at the time it was a Jack FM station, which doesn't tend to have uh, personalities on it. So um, I took that job. I worked whenever I could and I ended up kind of hosting stuff whenever they needed a host from the station because there weren't any personalities. And I was like, well, this is kind of fun. Okay, I'll, I'll check this out. And uh, basically, long story short, a we ended up getting like the first ever on-air talent at Jack FM and it was a heritage morning show that needed somebody else to fill in while one of their people was still under contract and they auditioned a bunch of people last minute they said uh hey do you want to come and try this because like people seem to like you up on that stage hosting like do you want to just see it like you're not going to get it but like do you want to try it out and see if you like radio um it's just like a weird opportunity that we have and I'm like okay sure and uh two days later I ended up getting a call from the host of that show and he was like listen kid I don't think I was gonna like you and I'm like okay he's like but we kind of fell in love with it you do, do you want to come join the show for a little bit <laughs> and uh so I was like okay <laughs> and I was always saying yes to whatever opportunities you know arose and um and so I ended up joining that show until the the female host came back from um the contract that she was under and the audience was like, hey, we kind of miss her. Can she be a part of the show a little bit more? And um, and so I did until I graduated college and then realized I couldn't be the little sister of San Diego forever if I wanted to keep doing this. And um, and that's when I joined Cumulus and, and went over to um, WAOA, which is on the Space Coast. And then from there, I came to Nashville. Sweet. That's awesome. And now you're all over the country. <laughs> all over the country so, and then newly kind of um international our show is now on in across the UK as well which 
is still like wow. something weird to grasp. That's awesome. That is so cool. And that's Ooh. new as in like within the last like few months? Within the last year. Yeah. So we just year. celebrated that year anniversary, I guess. So I guess it's not actually that new. Gosh, it seems like time goes by so fast. I swear <laughs> it does. Wolf, like it's the weirdest thing to grasp. Um, but yeah, we started in January of last year. So we would have just celebrated one year and um, it's just awesome working with them over there. And I still have never been to the UK. So it's like, so well, now you have more of a reason to go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we're trying to make that happen this year because I want to actually like know what I'm talking about and, uh, and hear all of this slang that I've been saying, but in real life, all the British slang. <laughs> <laughs> true true and you have to try all the food too you have to try what is it the beans uh, on veg yeah I know I do need to try it but yikes I know I mean you have to do it just to say that you've done it but then like I mean, you have to try it at least once like exactly just just for it right I will try just anything once almost anything once <laughs> Same. I honestly, so I say that, right? But there are some things like, I, okay, so I tried, I've tried shark. Oh. Not a huge fan. Adventurous. Tried, it's, it's really gummy. It's like really tough. Um, I've, yeah, it's like blubber. I've tried uh, calamari. Same thing. I'm not a huge fan. Like a lot of people like it fried and they don't even think about what it is and they just eat it. And they're like, oh, it's a, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm I've, but I've tried it. Are you a texture eater? Because that's what I am. Like, it's all about the texture for me. Girl. Okay. I despise. My thing is that I despise hot dogs. And it is purely a texture thing. Oh, yeah. is it like the skin on it? Or is it the inside? Both. I can't do the sliminess of the inside. And God forbid the skin gets stuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is that like on the roof of your mouth and stuff? Oh, yes man. and like I'm just eating the inside because the the skin got stuck in on in my mouth like either on my teeth or on the roof of my mouth I can't do it I oh, can't I do it that for you because I love a good hot dog and most people do mm -hmm. <laughs> most normal people do and I can't I don't know what it is in my brain or in my stomach or in my taste buds I just can't do it and it's so bad Alina that I legit uh TMI like throw up like my body rejects it <laughs> It's gotten to the point that it just rejects it. It's like, no, ma'am. Oh, man. I don't want it. Yeah, I mean, and that sucks too. Like if you're ever in Nashville, that's what you can eat late. It's the hot dog carts that are everywhere. So you would just be screwed out of your late night eats. I'll have the bun. I'll have there bread. You go. <laughs> it and you got the bun, maybe some fries. You're good to go. <laughs> so knowing your journey and knowing everything that you've gotten to, to get to this, you've made a name for yourself. If somebody hears Elena and they're thinking of country radio, they know who you are. What is a piece of advice that you would give somebody who's trying to make a good name for themselves, but is uncertain of like where they're at right now in radio? I think it's all about uh, networking. Honestly, I mean, it's getting in front of everybody that you can and in creating relationships with everybody that you can and just putting yourself out there. I mean, I honestly feel like that's how I got to the point in my career that I did. It was being at the front forefront of everybody's mind and, you know, whether that be making sure you're following everybody on social media who's a part of the industry and, and posting all the time so you can really show your life and your personality, everything like that. It's all about making those right connections. And, you know, a, for me, I started realizing recently that back in the day when I first started out here, um, 
they're really how kind of how there is a class of like country music stars, you know, like Reba Garth and all of them are like 90s class. And then right now you got like the Dan and Shades and the Mary Morris and everybody that's kind of like that class that's now coming into their own of stadiums and arenas and everything. You kind of find your people in your time and you grow with them. And all of you mm-hmm. guys are going to grow together and help each other out through it all. So it really is all about those connections and uh, growing together with the people in your class or your you know surrounding career can't agree more and social media and the internet have really helped especially during a time when like we didn't have anything in person you know um not only that but like the conferences that we have there's morning show boot camp there's crs i mean there's so many different ones that you can go and and meet people too now which is great yep and crs is on its way and and that, yeah. that's one of the biggest tools, especially for country radio. I mean, in general, country radio seminar. And, and it's it's just a place that everybody is open to creating relationships and ready for that. So it is yeah. the opportunity. And, um, you know, it's, it's moments like that, that I got to meet people like Mike McVeigh, who absolutely changed my life. It's just about going up yeah. and being like, hey, because they know what they're there for. And it's those moments. And also, of course, you know, taking care of business, but like they're there yeah. for those moments to find the next generation, to find people that are passionate and ready to do to carry the torch on John country radio hundred percent I met Mike McVeigh actually last year and he is the sweetest human isn't he's he the coolest he's so I, sweet I just adore him and like I I literally would not be anywhere without him so I I owe him my career and and he has quite the eye for talent and has has made a lot of people's careers so I mean if you get the chance to meet that man meet him and he will not be mean to you he will take you under his wing and it's he's incredible I learned a little something you also have or have had a podcast can you tell me about it and where the origin comes from yes so um the original name of that podcast was um women want to hear women and I created it because I was just getting so frustrated um that all of these males who were in like power position kept telling me like women don't want to hear other women you know, they don't want, they don't want to think that you're, they're going to steal your boyfriend. Like that was one of the biggest lines that was always said. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sitting here as a woman who loves hearing women and loves hearing that perspective and, and loves hearing that representation and, and likes hearing people that are going through the same things as me. And at that time, it was kind of around like anybody familiar with country radio and tomato gate, like years and years ago where, um, basically this guy uh, wrote about how women weren't really needed in country radio if they're more like the tomatoes in a salad like you need the lettuce which is the guys but like tomatoes here and there are fine and and it created this whole conversation that I had um, been noticing coming from the world of pop I'm like you know when I was on pop radio I was playing girls and women back to back to back came over to country I would sometimes have my entire five-hour show and there wouldn't be one woman and that imbalance was so frustrating and on top of being told women don't want to hear women I just was like why aren't we reclaiming that narrative like I'm the woman I want to hear women let's let's start telling the stories and giving a platform wherever we can um, to women and then it turned into also just minorities in country music because there's there was a lack of representations on a lot of um, on a lot of different levels and I thought they needed to be addressed so that's basically what we did Um, we ended up changing the title um, which if you were to look it up right now you would look um, for why am I blanking on the new name of the show? It didn't last too long. Um, but it was, I'm going to have to 
edit something in here because I can't even think of what it's called. <laughs> That's, That's okay. hilarious that I am drawing a complete blank right now. I mean, truth oh, no. told, I never loved the title that <laughs> that that one turned into. But um, if you were to look for it now, I mean, it would still pop up with Women Want to Hear Women, but we changed it with like just the long um, title of Women Want to Hear Women. Um, but yeah, it just, it was telling stories of people who weren't being given a platform and um, and due to a Carrie Underwood interview where she sat down with me and talked about how frustrated she was as well, it ended up really taking off. And, um, and it was a really, really cool moment in my life. Like, it's just, I'm really, really very proud of it. We'll try and we have the same goal. Yep. We have the same aspirations. We're here for the same thing. We're yeah. both people can and definitely. Yeah. And that's important to remember because there's, a, there's many, many years of just, uh, you know, things that have been pounded into our heads and, and certain ways of thinking. And a lot of that does have to do with, you know, the man being head of the household and all this old school stuff. And it's just all this, all of these ideals that we need to challenge and, and really respect where we are at and, and, know that we can speak our voice in and we're here and we are just as smart just as able and just as ready that being said with that and with really anything what is the most valuable piece of advice you've ever been given that being a good person is more important than being talented I think that is I hold on to that all the time and I tell people the same thing like one of my mentors when I was 21. I mean, my first thing in radio told me that and, uh, and it stuck with me. And, and honestly, like I can't imagine and I've since then experienced a lot of really shitty people. I don't know if I can come on here, but uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> really shitty people. And, um, and through it all, like I've always felt so good about where I've been in my career, because I'm like, I know that I did this, how I felt was right and was good to everybody around me and was good to the people I worked with. And, and that in the end is all that's going to matter to me because if I did it in any kind of way that I didn't believe and I was a shitty person, like I, it wouldn't mean anything to me, any of the success yeah. or anything. So that is my favorite piece of advice and, and the piece of advice that I still live by and will continue to live by until the end. You can only ever control yourself. You can't control other people, but you can control how you react to them. So. Exactly. And when you're a good person, like people want to work with you, you know, you're always yeah. going to have a space because that's, you know, all of us just want to work with good people. Yeah. We do, especially in like media, we just want to have fun. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And it's not yeah. rocket science. You know, we, we can have fun with each other. Exactly. Especially like, well, and like, okay, truth be told, I've never done a red carpet, but that looks like one of the most radio is so much fun that looks like one of the most fun things in the world <laughs> well it is but it is pure chaos like that is the most chaotic thing I think I do in my life but I love every single second of it because it is like I mean your brain is firing on level one trillion because you don't know who's coming you don't know, you know, how long you're going to get with them. You have to just know everything off the top of your head. Like it is a wild experience. So we're going to have, I call these rapid fire questions, but they never end up being rapid fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now it's kind of a uh, contradictory title, but I find it funny. I love it. So first celeb crush. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You are not the only one to tell me that. Really? And I didn't know who it was the first time. <laughs> the 
amount of like sexual awakenings JTT has brought on. <laughs> if you can make your own music festival, who would be in your lineup? Oh my gosh. Okay. I would definitely have Casey Musgraves, Dolly Parton for sure. I'd have Lizzo. I would have uh, Queen. Can they be dead? Sure. <laughs> you can bring Who knows? I would have Queen. Um, I'd have Ed Sheeran. I would have Marin Morris. I'd probably have Luke Combs too. And now I forgot every other artist that exists. <laughs> what is your favorite place to go to to escape? Um, Southern Oregon, which is where my mom lives. And uh, I love it out there. There were, It's funny because like recently within the last year, I was thinking about a, kind of like that question. And I was like, where do I want to go? Like any vacation. And I, I just instantly think that it has to be like tropical or something, you know, but when I really sat down and thought about it, I'm like, I don't think I'm happier than being in Southern Oregon and it's wine country as well. I am a wine girly. So, and going to all of the, uh, all of the little wineries, like that is my favorite escape. And I feel so far away from everything. And so at peace white or red both but if i had to had to it'd be red and like a pinot noir or a cab so i used to be a, a white wine girl and now i'm a red girl see and i would be red probably full-time if i knew how to drink it without looking like i ate a box of red crayons because i always have like the full oh, no. mouth i can't figure out why i'm like am i slurping it like and i'm always trying to combat it but like mm -mm, i can't i don't my mouth just loves hanging on to the color and <laughs> so you know if i am really comfortable with you you'll know because i'm drinking red wine nonstop. That's how you know. Well, you don't need to wear lipstick that day. You'll be fine. It's true. And apparently I also don't need to smile that day. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Philadelphia or Kansas City? Oh, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. And honestly, the fact that you said yes just makes my day. But where can people find you on social? You can find me at Elena D Smith across everything. I'm mostly a Instagram and TikTok kind of girl, but um, that's E-L-A-I-N-A-D as in dog, S as in Smith. It's really easy to spell, but um, I, I would love to see everybody over there. And seriously, thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored that you asked and uh, I'm just so glad to finally get out, like to be able to hang with you. Awesome. I hope we can hang out in real life, like real soon. We'll